So here's a fun story. One time, me and Kevin went to Halloween Horror Nights, and while we were there, we naturally got talking about our underwear. Always seems to happen at a Halloween Horror Nights. Sure. But this is when Kevin first told me about MeUndies. Uh, I'd heard about MeUndies from a lot of people, but for whatever reason, Kevin was the one that really sold me on them, and I've made the switch, and I'm so happy that I did. They're so comfortable, they don't crinkle up. Sometimes it doesn't even feel like I'm wearing anything. Nothing at all. It's stupid sexy flanders. And they come <laughs> in, in great patterns that are super fun. Uh, right now, what am I wearing right now? Uh, oh, I got the Office on right now. The Office version, Dunder Mifflin. Nice, I got some wolves. Super fun patterns and super buttery smooth and just the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. And we want you guys to enjoy MeUndies as much as we do. So right now, if you go to cultusplat.com slash MeUndies, that's cultusplat.com slash MeUndies, and click on build a pack, you can get 30% off packs of three, six, or 10. That is a good deal. It is a good deal. In fact, it's a great deal. So go get it. Get yourself some comfy ass undies and put your ass in some me undies. of Cult of Splat. Uh, this is your host, Taylor Bartle, here, of course, with Kevin Nesgoda. Yo, happy birthday, Taylor. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, summer of Splat is over, although it doesn't feel like it because I'm fucking sweating my asshole out, out over here. Yep, sweating my asshole out. That's a new phrase I just coined. <laughs> I'm done with the show now. That's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, we are joined today by a very special guest. He is a TikTok comedian. Uh, he does these Starbucks skits you may have seen. He is also a co-host of the So Video Games podcast uh, and a f- former musician. Still doing, still doing music, or I want to be. I haven't for a while. Okay, uh, aspiring musician, Mr. Carlos yeah. Rodella. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, man. It is warm. I'm also sweating my asshole out, which is now a new phrase. Um, it's super That's a t-shirt. gross. T-shirt. Ooh, let's not make that a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm psyched to talk about this movie that I'm bringing today, and uh, I'm glad you guys got to check it out, and uh, glad to join the cult of Splat. Welcome. Yeah, uh, Carlos picked today's movie, which is Mainstream from 2020. Uh, I think our most current film. To date, I think so, by quite a bit, I, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think maybe like 2004 until now. Yeah, I think 2004 is the latest one we've done, and we've been on a string of 80s movies recently, too. So yeah, we this have. Is about, yeah, so this is 35, 40 years into the future from what we're normally doing. <laughs> yeah, I went back and checked out a couple of you guys have worked on, and um, man, I agree with a bunch of them. Like, so I married an axe murderer to me, that just holds up all the time. And Empire Records was one of my favorite like records in the, I want to say VHS era. Is that right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it was definitely pre DVD. Yeah. Cause I think I was working at a, um, a video store. I was a video store manager, which is a whole other story. Ooh. And uh, yeah, here in the university district, um, Taylor, you knew that, right? I don't think so. Whoa. 
we don't need to do that story now. But either way, <laughs> I played Empire Records a lot in the store. Um, and then I saw Fear and Loathing, and I was like, how has that got a bad uh, rating at all? Because that's a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we, we've got a bunch on our list that I'm just shocked by. It's yeah. 200 deep that we're shocked by pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> Always shocked. Yeah, I mean, there's def- most. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh I was just, go there's, ahead. there's there's definitely some where I'm like, yeah, I know that other people hate that movie, but I don't care because I love it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was just gonna say like Summer Summerento was a recent one, and I remember like when that came out. You know, there's that whole category which you guys have talked about of like '80s comedy stuff. John Candy was in so many of them. And yeah, they all just feel like cult classics to me, but. Yeah. And, you know, people weren't reviewing comedies that well back in the eighties, apparently. So, you know, we got guys named how doing <laughs> fucking how yeah. Fucking how. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on the subject of how, uh, I, I mentioned last episode that the only person under 50 I knew named how was how sparks. But then I turned to turned out how sparks is 52. So no one under the age of 50 is named Hal. There's no, apparently not. Uh, so yeah, this, I mean, if you haven't listened to the show before there will be spoilers. I feel like I should warn people since this movie is only two years old, but, um, if you haven't seen it and you care, then maybe go watch the film before listening to this episode, definitely come back and listen. Yeah. We're not going to wait for you. So you have to hit pause. Yeah. This is, it's not a live thing. Yeah, we're not going to wait 94 minutes for you. <laughs> okay, so should we just dive right in? Let's do it. Let's. Um, oh, I guess I got to go through all the stats and shit before we dive in. Uh, tomato meter score, 33%. Uh, audience score, only 41. Ooh. Hmm. So not a well-liked movie by many people, apparently. No uh, critic critics consensus. There actually is one this time. Uh, mainstream makes a vain attempt to satirize viral fame, settling instead for obvious commentary that feels painfully dated. In 2020. Yeah. In 2020. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Directed by Gia Coppola, of course, of the Coppolas, which of course is why Jason Schwartzman is in it. Uh, written by Gia Coppola and Tom Stewart. Not Stitt. sure. Sturt. Sturt. Not sure if I know either of those people. I mean, Gia Coppola, I know it. I know from the last name. I don't know if I could spe- specify any of her movies, but. Well, I can actually talk to that for a second. I was going to mention that, that Gia Coppola and you did for me. Uh, so Gia Coppola, obviously, I, I, love, I love Sophia. And right. Gia, she worked on a lot of music videos, but she also worked on, um, uh, was it Palo Alto, which is, I didn't yep. see it. But people say that they liked it, uh, kind of a drama, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. And then I just found this out, which is going to, this is foreshadowing real quick. I guess I do have stats, Taylor. Sorry. Um, <laughs> is she's working on a doc, like a documentary about super fans, which is, oh, yeah. is kind of interesting. Yeah. Based on what we're about to talk about. But um, she hasn't done a lot of movies. No. And it looks like uh, neither has Tom Sturt. Sturt. Uh, the IMDb synopsis says in this cautionary tale, three people struggle to preserve their identities as they form an eccentric love triangle within the fast moving internet age. That is not really what this movie's about. 
No. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Let's strike like that from the record. That's yeah, there, that's but it's it's so under everything else. Like that is yeah, definitely not the main plot of the movie. No, that's ten layers deep. <laughs> yeah, like that's not more. Barely mentioned. Um, yeah, IMDb Carlos is almost always wrong. <laughs> we had a good run of them being right, but we're back to them being dog shit. Yeah, and most of the time when they're right, they're like so minuscule that it's like they just say the most obvious thing and so it's right. like yeah you're right but the, there's more to it than that yeah wizard of oz it was a girl and she went to a strange place and then she went home <laughs> you're right yeah, nailed it yeah. nailed it <laughs> nailed it but what happened in that strange place eh, eh. Who knows? the internet it's age. Not important. yeah that is a reductive kind of synopsis well we'll get we'll explain it a lot more in detail it's true. Okay, now let's dive in. Uh, kind of an interesting opening to this movie. We get like these silent movie frames, like in the old silent films when they, you know, would put uh, like text boxes up on screen of right. what the per- people were saying. Uh, and it's it says, "Who is Frankie? Still a little girl who needs approval and love. Needs to take that step to grow up." And we see Frankie is Maya Hawk of course, from Stranger Things. Daughter of Ethan Hawke and... Uh, Uma. Uma. Uma Thurman, of course. Uma yeah. Thurman. I almost said Maya Rudolph, but that is way <laughs> off. That is definitely not right. That's an IMDb description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is Maya Hawke Jr. <laughs> uh, we see another one that says, is she like Cinderella? Can she get over her secret guilt after her father died? So we're getting some exposition here right off the bat. Right. We're yeah. There's no screwing around. We're like, okay, her father's dead. Great. Uh, we see her. She, there's a guy in a giant mouse costume, handing out little free cheese samples and she's filming them on her phone. And uh, the, again, one of these little text things shows up and it says, is this a mouse or is it a Prince charming waiting to be kissed? And then he sits down next to her and takes off his head and it's Andrew Garfield. And then another one of these text things says, or is it a rat? Ooh, Ooh, ominous. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield with frosted tips and looking very tan and very, very L.A. in this one. Very L.A. And Maya, by the way, I think I saw this. Yeah, I'm sure I saw this before Stranger Things. Uh, She just showed up in what? The last two seasons, I think. Yes. Um, Yeah. So this is my first introduction to her. I think is an actress. Ooh. Yeah, I think it was. And I, think- I love Jason Schwartzman, so it was good great to see him. Everybody yeah, loves oh, Jason Schwartzman. Kevin Jason Schwartzman. That's two. Number two. This is two. Uh he maybe he'll maybe he'll be our first all star. He could be. But it is a weird beginning, and I want to say this to what you just described, Taylor. It's like and this is kind of a, a huge kind of overarching feeling of the movie that I got is that it's, you know, Gia, she tries a lot of things like that's a, <laughs> a different way to start the movie. The ending is very weird, which we'll get to. But I think the whole thing is it's a lot of spectacle too, like it a lot is. of trying new things, which I think is interesting. Well, and what's, what's so interesting too, is like this never comes back. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 
uh, or is it a rat is the last one. And then we never see another one of these little frames. So it's almost like, like, is it supposed to be like the progression of film kind of being played out? Yeah, there were some interesting shots of Los Angeles after this, too, that didn't involve like a lot of the newer buildings downtown. And I thought that was kind of interesting because, you know, they're talking about social media and cell phones, which obviously are like, you know, very modern. And then they cut to like a shot of L.A. from like the 60s or 70s. And it was kind of interesting. It's almost like one of my favorite directors is Lynch. And I don't want to say Lynch like because so many people say that. But there are these kind of like little things that only happen once, you know, and yeah. I just remembered another one at the end of the show at the end of the movie. So, yeah, there's all these little interesting things. Yeah. Uh, but so Andrew Garfield starts asking her, you know, he was like, were, were you filming me? And she says, yeah. And he like, he's like, let me see it. And he watches it. And he's kind of like impressed with himself. And so then he hands her a phone. He's like, all right, film this. And he runs back and there's this painting there because they're at a mall and there's this painting on the wall and he starts just going off about this painting and about how good it is and how everyone needs to look at it he's like this is not just here for you to look at while you stand in line to take a shit um and he starts telling everybody they have to eat the art and everyone starts chanting eat eat the art eat the art which is bad chant cadence i'm sorry it really but I think me and Kevin know as as wrestling fans, we know the right cadence for certain chants. And if There's it's, only if like it's five of them, <laughs> yeah, if it's three syllables, it's real. It's one, two, three. Eat the rich, eat the rich, like or eat the art, right. eat the rich too. But that's yeah. that's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then at the end, there's another one that I'll talk about. Uh, so yeah, she puts this video online, and it just immediately takes off gets like 1700 views overnight and she's working in her previous eye of 24. Yeah. She said she's got only has like a hundred subscribers or something. So people are finding it some other way, but she's working at this bar called magic alley, which is not a bar for magicians. No, nor is it the magic castle. I mean, the Gothic castle. Well, there's the magic castle in LA. There's also the Gothic castle. Oh, that's true. From, from Arrested Development. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, her co-worker is Nat Wolf from uh, Death Note. Mm. And oh, that's right. this guy comes up to the bar and he puts this giant baby bottle down, not like from airheads giant, but just like an oversized baby bottle. Yeah. So he's like, Hey, yeah. He's like, Hey, uh, Judy needs you to fill in. The baby's not going to make it. And at first you just, you, you have no idea what the fuck this means. (laughs) At least I didn't. Um, but we see this act on stage. It's this elderly lady named Judy and her husband, Marty is playing the keys we don't really get a sense of what their show is other than she's just like, hi, I'm Judy. And this is my husband, Marty. Say hi, Marty. And he pushes a fart noise on his keyboard. Classic. Thanks. Marty. Uh, did either of you recognize Judy by any chance? She looked familiar. No. And, and I have to be this full disclosure. I watched this movie once. I know you guys, sometimes you guys go watch it twice or whatever, but, and I, I did that. Cause I like, it's almost like Canon. Like how I remember it is the movie. 
I'm a weirdo for that. But anyways, so <laughs> this is a callback and I've seen this a little while ago, so I don't remember who that was. I remember that scene very well though, but I don't know who uh, that was. So Kevin, this will blow your mind. It was uh, Brian Doyle Murray's character's wife in Wayne's World. Oh my God. She was also the maid in Clue. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Neither of those are helping me, but all right. <laughs> She does not look like she did in those movies anymore. Oh, no, 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 remotely close. <laughs> but the next day, I think I think it's the next day. I assume it's the next day. Uh, Frankie is driving along, and she sees um, Andrew Garfield pushing a guy in a wheelchair wearing a cockroach costume. And so she's like, yells at him. She's like, hey, it's me from the mall. And he's like, oh, yeah, you lost me my job. She's like, oh, so now you're a cockroach? And he starts, like, cleaning her windshield with a piece of newspaper like a homeless person in L.A. does. You experienced that, Kevin? I've not had that happen to me once. Really? Is that just a TV cliche that doesn't actually happen? No, no, it happens. (laughs) I'm sure it happens to people, you know, that comes up because, you know, it does happen. But, yeah, it's never happened to me. I've never seen it happen either. I think this whole area of the of the show or the movie, I keep going to shows because I'm watching so many shows is um, and I saw this in an interview. Andrew Garfield said that it was very liberating to play this role, because while I think there's a lot of, you know, things I don't like about the movie, there's a lot I do. And this is one of them. It's just kind of an interesting take on a character who doesn't give a a, wait. Can we swear? Absolutely. Okay, doesn't give a fuck. And um, it's just, yeah, this kind of like free form, freewheeling person. And like, yeah, he lost his job, but now he's doing this other weird thing and he's just going to do whatever he needs to, to get by, you know? Right. Yeah. And on that note, I thought Andrew Garfield was very, very good in this. Like he played his role perfectly, I thought, with the material given. Yeah, like 120%. He like just lived and sweated this role. Yeah. There's like moments I'm like, oh my God. I'm would be actually scared of this character, like legit frightened for my life because of how he, you know, Garfield portrayed him. I'm like, yeah, fucking scary. Yeah. Seemed like it'd be really fun to play. Right. Oh yeah. As an actor. Totally. Yeah. Cause he's, he's just so free. Uh, this is the first time I noticed that she had a scar on the side of her face, but she asks Andrew Garfield how to get a hold of him. And he says he doesn't own a phone. So he says, all right, Hollywood and Ibar on the roof anytime after five. And so she goes there and she sees this little girl is swimming in the pool and Andrew Garfield is sitting poolside. You know, every time she jumps in the pool, he's like, oh, that's a five. That's a six or whatever. <laughs> but Frankie shows him her phone. And she's like, look, I, I posted that video of you and it's got over 2000 views now. And he's like, is that a lot? And she's like, well, it's, it's a lot better than anything else I posted. She tells him, you know, all the comments are really positive. Which is unheard of. On yeah, that YouTube. doesn't happen. On the <laughs> yeah, that's difficult to get. <laughs> whenever whenever I, some of my some of my take off, the minute I know that it's doing well, I get like, you should stop doing this or you're you're a dick or like you should kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, I love this or I hate it. Like you get both, but right. that's usually a good sign. Um, I'll, I'll be weaving like these little uh, similarities in my life probably throughout the thing, but like, 
you know that that's a good thing because you're like, oh man, it means thousands, thousands, or ten thousands of people have seen it. But I'm also going to get that kind of comment like immediately. It's not all right. going to be positive. Yeah, I mean, we like to say on this show that if if you, you know, it's a cliche, but if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Creative criticism is always welcome. You know, it's nice to say, here's what I don't like about the show, and if if we think that we can fix it or that we should fix it, we will. Um, but you know, if you don't like something, you can just leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really that simple. Yep. Don't be a jerk. So, basically. yeah. So back at the uh, the Magic Castle, uh, I already forgot what it was called. Magic Alley. <laughs> Magic Alley. We finally see Judy and Marty's act, which involves Frankie putting. I keep wanting to call her Robin. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, involves Frankie. Right. Um, putting on this like half baby mask that has like a moving mouth and it's bizarre. I don't understand what the fuck is going on. (laughs) It's so creepy. That whole place and their act and everything just feels like, again, not to go back to Lynch, but like, just like from another place, (laughs) like, yeah, dystopian. Yeah. Yeah. It had like a twin peaks vibe a little bit to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see that the cockroach is there and he runs on the stage and he tells Frankie, he's just like, I can't let you do this. This is terrible. And this guy from the crowd is just like, Hey, get the fuck off the stage. And, um, the cockroach, we still don't know his name, but he turns around and he yells at the guy and calls him a Nazi cracker, which is funny because the guy's black. (laughs) Yes. And he's very taken aback. He's like, Nazi. Cr- he's like, what? Huh? what? Why? I'm confused. I'm upset, but I'm also confused. It's like, how dare you? But why? <laughs> it's like if someone called one of us the N-word, we'd be like, I, I mean, don't say huh? that, but what? <laughs> I have questions on your insulting prowess <laughs> here. But so Cockroach gets dragged out of the bar. Frankie follows him. And they're sitting outside and she asks if she can film him. He's like, oh, you know, only if you clean me up right here. He's got like a bloody lip. And so she takes off her little baby bib that she's wearing, starts wiping his mouth. And you're like, oh, they're going to kiss. And they don't kiss. Oh, but so they she starts filming him and she says, tell me why you don't like cell phones. And he's like, tell me why you don't smoke crack. It's the same reason. Like, is it? It's, it's quite different, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I could die? <laughs> I mean, cell phones do kill people, but not like that. I think this is what the attraction is right now, is this, like, what this part of the movie is, like, it, it, exposing his free-formness, and he's starting to throw, like, these words of wisdom, in quotes, and uh, she's attracted to that because it's obviously different. But what I would right. like to say also is that, like, what I wanted from this movie is I wanted some of these things they're doing and they're showing it here in the beginning to nail it better or have more to say. And I feel like they uh, didn't really land that, but that's, I think what it's starting to show in this, in the beginning here, like, Oh, this is, he's going to start saying things that we're all thinking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they just leave it a little short sometimes. Like, you know, it could have gone a little bit more in depth here and there. Maybe they did and they just cut it. Who knows? Yeah. But he steals your cell phone. And then as he's leaving, he's like, do you eat peanuts? She's like, what? 
He's like, do you eat peanuts? Because there's lots of peanuts in Thai food and I'm having Thai tomorrow and you should join me. Which is kind of a date, but also he was kind of just like, I'm going to get Thai food whether you're there or not. (laughs) Right. Back to his free formness. He doesn't care about anything. Yeah. Uh, But we find out that his name is Link. Link? Like from Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. But so they're having Thai food and she pulls out her phone again and starts to try and film him and he kind of slides under the table. But she convinces him to come back up and she's like, tell me about your parents. And he goes, oh, well, they're dead. They died of measles during the Civil War. I'm going to call and bullshit. <laughs> you think? Yeah, maybe not true. Yeah. Then he grabs her phone. He starts filming her. He says, what do you want to do with your life? And she's like, I don't know. He says, well, do you want to make art? And she says, I want to make things that make other people feel things. And then he's like, tell me about the scar. And she quickly moves on, doesn't want to talk about the scar. And she starts telling him, you know, people really responded to your video. Like, look at all these comments. And he he looks at one of the comments and it says, your speech makes me want to want to puke or kill myself and then puke. Signed, everyone. (laughs) I didn't sign that. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like oh that's that's great thank you for showing me that <laughs> but he asks her you know why like who cares he says do you want to make art or do you want the adoration of thousands of faceless strangers and then she kind of like slinks under the table like he did and then they have this little cute little moment under the table Aww. Uh, back at Magic Alley Nat Wolf is singing and playing the keys. I guess his name is Jake. Uh, Judy comes up to the bar, slams the bottle down, and she's like, don't let anything happen like last night. And I'm like, is she just the permanent baby now? I thought she was like filling in one time. And now this this is the third night in a row she's had to be this baby. It seems like the original baby quit probably for good reason. Yeah. Who wants to be the baby? (laughs) No one wants to be the baby. I mean, there there are definitely people out there who would want to be the baby. That's true. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready to get into that yet. <laughs> baby cast. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't kink shame on this podcast, but but we will judge you. We will. So she gets a text from an unknown number, and it's just a photo of a door, and it says knock knock. So she replies, "Who's there?" And it says, "Phoneless guy." And so she goes out to the, the alley behind the bar and Link is there like dressed like a gumshoe. He's got like a trench coat with the collar up and a fedora. And he's wearing these like glasses with mirrored eyes on him. And he takes a newspaper and he keeps like covering his face with the newspaper. I have expected there to be like two eye holes cut in the newspaper. Yeah. They should have done that. And him to be like, listen here, see? <laughs> As a kid, yeah. There's also a scene. I think this is the scene where there's a really weird edit, and this again, I guess the comparison is apt, uh, is a Lynchian thing, because there's an edit. I think it's a scene where uh, Maya comes running out. What's her name again in the movie? Um, Frankie. 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 So Frankie comes running out to meet him in this trench coat thing, and then she's at. She's next to him, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this particular Taylor and, uh, and they're having a conversation It turns around and she's far away again. And then oh, she comes notice. back up to him. 
Oh, I yeah. totally missed that too. We had to go to YouTube after because I ha- I didn't know about it until I found it like on a YouTube video or something. Anyways, they left that in. So I think that Gia is doing some weird shit. Like, because you obviously know that's a bad edit if you're an yeah. editor. Yeah. But they left it in. So now I want to go back and watch it. Like maybe there's a reason or they were trying to say something. It just seems like a like a weird subconscious thing. Yeah, that is really weird. Like she's yeah. far away, then she's close, and then she's far away again. So we'll have to look it up, but uh, to our listeners, check it out. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Uh, but she says, you know, how, how did you text me? I thought phones were crack cocaine. And he says, well, to defeat the beast, first you must get in its belly. And he makes her leave work. He's just like, you know, fuck your shift. Yeah, he's a bad yeah, yeah. yeah, she's just like, yeah, fuck my shift. Fuck my boss. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. And so she, they're like, all right, let's go. And she gets on her bike and he's like, wait, where's your car? And she's like, oh, I had to sell it to pay my rent. And at, at no point is he like, maybe you shouldn't quit your job. Yeah. He's like, no, this is cool. We got a month. We got a month, we yeah. got a month to figure things out. But it's also foreshadowing in the, in the fact that I think this is the beginning of, oh, maybe to go back to like Wizard of Oz or something, but like <laughs> this is a fantasy that's going to happen now, right? Like yeah. I, we, we can talk about if we, you know, if it feels believable or not, parts of it are, but right. it's almost like the minute she decides to go with him and Link, by the way, is an interesting choice because that's an RPG, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going into this other place, it, it's all going to somehow just work out. It's like the idea, I think. Yeah, and I have to bring up, like, early in the the film, I started getting kind of, like, some Donnie Darko vibes. Like, mm. is Link actually oh. real? Like, what? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. I just got that vibe through the whole movie. Is like, is Link real? Or is this just, like, you know, a rabbit guiding Frankie through the whole thing? Right. Or maybe she does smoke crack cocaine, and this is all just a hallucination. <laughs> yeah, and she's about to go on welfare. <laughs> but it could be, and that's what's cool about the movie. And the, and the guy, and the reason I still like like this movie, even though of the failings, because it is this like weird trip, you know? Yeah, yeah, it for sure is. And there's like random weird shit that happens in the edits, like you mentioned, um, that I caught later. Um, we'll get to that when it happens, though. But yeah, there's just a bunch of weird stuff that happens throughout. And there's like, they are blurring the lines of reality and, you know, potential, you know, fiction, you know, things that aren't happening, a drug trip or something. Right. And to, to what Taylor was just talking about, like this beginning feels very movie like, like, Oh, you know, guy comes in, it's going to save the day. You said the very beginning about the, the princess, right. Or the prince or a rat. Right. And so like, you know, you have these moments like, oh, are they going to kiss? Like you just said, or are they not? No, they're not going to kiss. Like, that's not what this movie is. But no, it's like toying with that. Yeah, it's almost like verging on rom-com, but more romantic, less calm. <laughs> a drom-com. <laughs> yeah. A rom-drom. A rom-drom, that's what I meant. Yeah. Weird com. Yeah. So they go back to Frankie's apartment, and Frankie's just, it suddenly sets in. She's just like, what the fuck have I done? Like, I don't have any money. I can't afford my rent. Uh, and now I've quit my job. And Link just tells her, look, now you can concentrate on your art. And so they get up and they dance and they drink and they smoke a little weed. And 
they go on the roof and howl and bark and make all kinds of weird noises. And so then the next day, I mean, I, I got the impression that Link slept over it, although I don't think anything happened. But he over undercover situation. Is that what it was? I, th- I thought maybe he slept at the foot of the bed like a dog. He could have. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. I have to do a tangent real quick. There's an <laughs> SNL sketch where they're all looking at um, to see if they get into a play. Uh, they're like kids in high school. And for some reason, Will Ferrell's asking the, this couple, the, the kid, boyfriend, girlfriend, like how, how far they've gone with each other for like inspiration, you know? And the guy goes, uh, oh, so far we're at um, my pants off, her shirt on, uh, my shirt off, her pants on, uh, my underwear off. <laughs> he goes, so you're completely naked <laughs> and she's fully clothed. And he goes, yeah, that's where we're yeah. at. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> when you said how far they went over the pants or whatever, over the covers. Oh, Sorry, we've all been to... there. Yeah. Seriously, that sounds Why like I've we been yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so he starts talking again and, and just kind of, you know, doing some of his ramblings. He's talking about he says, you know, right now there are people out there who think that they're animals living in the wrong bodies. And companies are just furious with this because how do you market sneakers to someone who thinks they're a cat? And she's like, that's it. And I'm like, that's it? <laughs> I don't this think that's like a, it. No, this is the bullshit you hear in college of like dudes who think they're philosoph- philosophical, but they're just spouting bullshit and they have no idea what they're saying. But they're actually just really high. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or drunk or not even just full of bullshit. Yeah, but she like pulls a poster off the wall and she starts writing down ideas. She just writes down the word ideas and she says, you know, all, you have this, you know, gift of gab. So all I need to do is just film you saying stuff. Probably. And so back at the bar, we see Jake talking to this this kid and he's like, this is this is the worst fake idea I've ever seen. It's like I've seen a lot of really bad fake ideas. And this one is the worst. Like the sticker is coming off here. Take the drink. Go get drunk. (laughs) It's a good part. He still serves him. I forgot that. Uh, But Link and Frankie. (laughs) Link and Frankie show up and they're now they're both wearing trench coats and fedoras. And they want Jake to be their writer for their secret project. I'd want to know details before I agree to this. Yeah, right. Especially, I don't know. I don't. Well, I guess did they make him quit too? I think so. Yeah, I think, and he's the one. If I remember right, he's like the. I don't want to say goody two shoes, but he's like, oh, guys, we should do things the right way. Yeah, he's like the moral good of the story. Moral good. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But he agrees, and so they make they come up with this idea that they're going to make a show. It's like every other show, but then at the end you find out that it's actually satire. And so, so they make the, like most of YouTube at this point. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But so they make this fake cribs show where link is just talking about his house and all his chains and his pool and everything. Hashtags. Yeah. But like at one point he's like, most people have their basketball hoops at 10 feet. I keep mine at seven feet. Why? Cause I got a small penis. Yeah, being really honest for reactions. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how those two things correlate. But 
<laughs> well, if you keep it at seven feet, you can dunk. <laughs> but if you shoot high enough, it looks like you got hops. Yeah, I guess. But then it looks like Celtic pride where you're dunking like this. That's true. <laughs> when they're doing this YouTube stuff, this is probably the closest that it resembles like what's actually happening on YouTube. Right. Right. And again, one of my, you know, hopes for this movie when I saw it randomly, I was telling Taylor on demand streaming like a list or something. I just found it. Is that like I wanted to talk about, you know, YouTube and the content and again, have a good message somehow. But this one, they're just kind of, yeah, parroting what's happening already. Right. Yeah. He's just like sitting in the pool. and He's like, hashtag swimming pool, hashtag cocktail, hashtag this pineapple life. And uh, talks about how his message is, you know, hashtag be yourself. It's like, always be yourself, but only the pretty parts. Is that it? Is that the <laughs> message? I think so. Hide everything but, else. Yeah. Hide all the ugly parts, he says. But at the end, we you see them get chased off the property. They were just like gorilla shooting on some rich guy. who had, I was like, when a guy first popped on screen, I was like, is that Neil Young? It kind of looked like Neil Young. <laughs> I kept waiting to see his face. And I was like, that would be a fucking random ass cameo. It would make sense in this movie. It would. Yeah. And then at the end of the video, um, Link is just walking around Hollywood Boulevard with a giant fake dick. Like He's just wearing these like skin tone underwear thong thing with a big fake dick on the front and just like yep. going around trying to hug people. Very jackass. Yeah. Let it be yeah. free. And then he gets arrested, and that's the end of the video. How did he afford bail? I have questions about this. <laughs> I mean, I maybe it was a fake cop. You go. You know, it could be. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was just like a, for part of the thing. Yeah, and being in L.A., you know, we all know LAPD doesn't do their job, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that video takes off. Their views and their comments just skyrocket. And so Link gets interviewed by this big time YouTuber named Wampa. I think and he's a real YouTuber, isn't he? Is I don't he? Know. I, have no I don't know of a Wampa. I know there are several real YouTubers in this movie, but not till later. Yeah, there's one right. that I don't want to be in this movie, but he's in it. But I bet yeah, I know who it is. At least he has like two lines. Yeah. He's very minimal. But during this interview, in which Link is just like running in his mouth a mile a minute. Um, we're introduced to Wampa's agent, who is played by Jason Schwartzman. Cool Ethan himself. <laughs> I love he goes to give him his card, and like Frankie starts to take it, and he goes, no, just take a picture. I only have the one. That seems like a Cool Ethan move. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's a guy I don't trust. Like If you right. can't afford multiple business cards, I don't know if I want you representing me. It did, I also want to stop you real quick for this part because I also lived part of this in real life. Um, after I left, left San Francisco, I was down there working for a while. I went to L.A. and I was in Hollywood or something. And uh, I met with a person just like Jason Schwartzman. I swear to you. And oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, their team. And my life would have been totally different because they were going to sign me to some distributor deal or whatever. Like there's like these kind of uh, aggregator of content people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it was, it was like YouTube houses before YouTube houses. And uh, yeah, I don't know what my life would have been like, but I turned them down because they were fucking dicks. 
and yeah, it was like, I was like, I don't think I can do this like internally, you know? Yeah. I did turn them down, but that's, I had a moment with someone just like that. That's funny. You would have been showing your dick on camera before you knew it. Oh yeah. It'd have been my second video. <laughs> but during this interview, uh, Oh, by the way, I just Googled Wampa YouTube and all I got was star Wars videos. So yeah, I don't think it's real. On the um, wiki, it says he plays himself. Oh, he, he is a wampa. <laughs> yeah. But so during this interview, Link invites everyone to come to this graveyard. And so that night, just tons of people show up because Wampa is a, is a hot shit YouTuber. And so Link has this idea that everyone's going to put their phone on a grave set it to all white and it'll just glow like fireflies and everyone will just hang out until their batteries die. It's kind of a I don't cool know. concept. It is, but it it's, kind it's of is. weird yeah. new age hippie shit. Yeah. It's like all these people are trying to take selfies with him and he's like, nope, no selfies. Put your phone down, put your phone on a grave. And we see Frankie go to her. She finds her dad's grave and she pours out some Snapple for him. She says like, it's, peach apple or something like that. And she's like, you would have liked it. An interesting thing to say. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. But she gets a, a voicemail from Jason Schwartzman who invites her and Link and Jake to his office the next day. Meanwhile, Jake notices that Link has gotten in an argument with this guy like off to the side. It's not like somebody hanging out at the party. And then Link like runs away from him. Steals his phone and runs away from him, I think. Did he steal his phone? I didn't notice. Yeah, I think the brother shouted, give me my phone back. Oh. I mean, that would fit the character. It would, yeah. He steals everybody else's phone throughout the whole thing, so. Yeah, right. Frankie tells Link that she got the scar from a car wreck that killed her dad. Oh, Pearl Gray. Yeah. She wants to go kill a squirrel, but I'm not letting her. The next day, they're at the meeting with Jason Schwartzman. And Jake asks Link about the guy in the graveyard. But before Link can answer, Frankie comes in. And Jason Schwartzman starts talking about YouTube's monetization program. He's like, you know, if you get enough viewers, then YouTube will say, hey, let us put an Adidas ad in front of your video and we'll give you $10,000. And he's like, instead... I'm telling you that we should go directly to Adidas, tell them we'll plug you in our video for $3,000. And I can tell you just from this podcast, he's right. Like yep. we have s several monetization programs set up and we have gotten nada from them, but we went Rolling out and it. got our own, not sponsors, we're affiliates. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had to go out and find our own. And so the ones that you hear at the beginning of this episode, that was, that was us. That's just straight hustle. Yeah. I think the only difference is that, and again, we'll get to this maybe a little later too, but like with TikTok, um, they're doing this program where if you have a certain amount of followers, they will go out and find brands for you. And those deals are a little bit better than normal because you've already achieved a certain level of success. Right. Um, so I'm not saying it's good because a lot of people have a problem with how TikTok's doing it. But there are more programs that are doing different things like that. If you're just straight on YouTube, though, yeah, you're you're kind of dead in the water unless you go do find your own thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. But at first, Frankie and Jake are kind of like, I don't know if we want to be, you know, pushing brands in our videos, but uh, they come up with this. We see them like brainstorming all night, storyboarding and stuff. And they come up with this idea for a phone or no phone game show. Uh, Which Frankie says, Internet killed the video star is like the premise. That night, Lincoln Frankie finally fuck. (laughs) That was just a throwaway line. (laughs) Yeah, they finally do it. Let's move on. It's weird how it comes about, too. Well, yeah, like he's leaving. First, Jake leaves, and then Link is getting ready to leave, and he like gives her a kiss on the forehead, and then he leaves, and then he sneaks in her window, and they, then they fuck. Wait, wait, is I, I, this is this is where it gets a little confusing and messy for me? Because I, by the way, I don't foreshadowing. I don't like the third act, um, kind of at all. I, I, I like parts of it, but did, so Jake likes her, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. The he, he says later that he's in love with her. Yes. Yeah. So I think Link knows that and does it on purpose. I think that's what I, I felt when I, I watched the movie. Absolutely, see that. Yeah, yeah I didn't I pick up on that while watching it, but I could see it. Yeah, I think when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh, he's doing that move," you know, which is the bullshit move. Yeah, yeah, that fits the character really well. It's a power move. Just get yeah. in there mm-hmm, first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so Jason Schwartzman gives this them this whole big game show set, and. The first day, Link is just like, I don't I don't know, guys. I don't know if this is a good idea. Maybe we should just keep doing what we're doing. But finally, they get him out there. The, the show is called Your Phone or Your Dignity. And you find out that everyone in the audience signed over their phones. And so Link is going through the crowd, and he's just like, everyone is so sad. It's a game show. It's supposed to be fun. And it, like it's just, it's so weird. He just, the way he's acting is just so off the wall. And he's like, he goes and starts to talk to somebody and the music keeps playing. And he's like, cut the music, cut the music. Like, that's, that's a tune to cut the music. People say in this part of the movie, this is essentially the third act, right? We're kind of in right now. I think yeah. kind of, yeah, close yeah. to it. But like yeah. people are saying in the reviews that like, this is when he turns into the Joker, <laughs> which I think yeah, is like more or less. Kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like right before he went on on stage, he has like a manic fit. Yeah, yeah. But so he grabs this guy Martin out of the crowd, and he says, "How badly do you need your phone?" And the guy's like, "Well, I use it all the time." And he's like, "Well, I'll tell you what, we will give you one hundred dollars and a brand new phone, but it's a dumb phone, or you can complete a challenge for your old phone." And the the challenge is that he has to wrestle this guy. It's this big, beefy, muscly bound guy. Which, Kevin, I really wish they would have gotten like some indie wrestler here. I Yeah, there's enough in the LA area. They could have got pretty much anybody. You know who would have been great? Hammerstone. Ooh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. And this is the part of the podcast where I have no idea what that means. <laughs> because I know I wrestling. But I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, they should have used a wrestler. Yeah, I looked this guy up to see if maybe he was just like an indie wrestler that I didn't know, but it looks like he, he's just an actor. He does a lot, of, a lot of action movies. Probably, I think he might be a stuntman too. Hmm. A stunt but the guy, the, the stuntcock, stuntcock. That was the guy. Grab, the guy gets his phone out of the wrestler's singlet, and so then they have a dance break where Martin does all these dance moves. That was really weird. Yeah. 
And then they have this guy, Chuck Melton, who I don't know if he's a YouTuber or somebody. He seemed like he was, in the context of the movie, at least, like he was, you know, flashing his socials and stuff on the screen. So, but he like destroys his own phone with a baseball bat. And people love this. This is when their, their channel really takes off. The subscribers are just going crazy. And suddenly they're sponsored. They're sponsored by Subway. They're getting sponsored by Subway and huge words on the screen. And uh, Link, who is now going by the nom de plume of no one special. Right. Is his head is just expanding and people are starting to get tired of it. Like real quick, this it's like one scene where they go way up and then way back down. Yeah, it's. Yeah, blink and a miss it type thing. It's literally like the same montage. Yeah. Montage. It's, it's mimicking, you know, the up and down success of content creators, but it's doing it quickly because it's a movie. Right. Um, I think maybe to its detriment because it is pretty fast, um, you know, for the viewer. You're like, oh, wait, are they doing something good by challenging the status quo or are they just doing the same thing? And because now it sucks. Which again comes to the biggest problem I have with the movie. I like it a lot, and it's weird, but it 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 struggles with, struggles with what it's trying to say. It's right. like literally putting your phone down is a good thing to do, you know. Like put it on the grave. Don't talk. Don't take your selfies. You know, get a dumb phone. It might be helpful, you know, for your social well being. But then he's over the top Joker, so you're like, but what are you doing? And those wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I think he kind of like he you know became what he hated. He. Right, right. It started out as a parody, but then it just the fame got to him, and he, so he started to become everything that he was rallying against. And it happened so quickly too. And this is something I wish they would have delved into a little bit deeper, like the transition, because it's literally like, oh, I did one YouTube show. Well, now I'm bigger than Nicolas Cage, so you know, fuck right. Off. And that's the other thing they don't get right. Obviously, yeah, it takes right. years to to get to the level where they're at. Sometimes you can get overnight sensations. Um, I can use this perfect time to say, like, I have a video that did humble brag, uh, three million views, um, nice. a short little, not like a long video, like a fun little comedy video for twenty seconds, and then I have another video that did three hundred views, and that's the world that we live in right now, where like it doesn't just go like in this movie up three million, ten million, twenty million. You're the biggest thing. It's an up and down thing. Right. That over time, hopefully your your graph goes up and to the right, and that's what you hope for. But yeah, it doesn't jump and soar like this. Yeah, and like I said, it's like it's like one montage where they're going up and up and up and up, and then all of a sudden there's these comments flashing up on the screen that say things like "I miss the old no one special," <laughs> and now all of a sudden no they special. start. Yeah, it's like well, this is brand new. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're like yeah. three episodes in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so they have this meeting and Schwartzman tells them that they've taken a 50% loss in their subscribers recently. So that's they've got to come up that, especially, yeah, when they apparently had millions. So, so he says, you got to come up with something new and you got to get those people back or else we're done. We're toast. And so Jake is like, well, I had this thing about climate change, but it got cut. And he starts going off about climate change. And he's like, what are you going to do when there's polar bears at your door? Jason Schwartz was like, a, <laughs> Jason Schwartz was like a polar bear would fucking eat you. That's what he would do. So yeah, <laughs> he took that a little too seriously. <laughs> uh, 
But so Link comes up with this idea that instead of taking the people's phones, let's change the way they use them. And so the next episode, he brings this girl up on stage named Isabel. And this and is when like, the movie gets real heavy. This, this is, is when dark. it gets kind of dark. Yeah. Yeah. Very dark. It goes lights off here. He's like, all right, let's show us your best Instagram selfie. And so it comes up on the screen and he's like, all right. And now we have the unedited version. I don't know how they got this unedited version, but yeah, this is very creepy. Yeah. And so they show the unedited version. She's got this big birthmark on the side of her face. And so Link says, you know, he's like, where, why don't I see the birthmark now? And she says, oh, cause I'm wearing makeup. And he says, you know, you don't need to wear this makeup. You don't need to hide who you really are. You're, you're a beautiful person and you don't need to listen to society when they tell you that these things are ugly or that you, you know, don't deserve love because of what you look like. And so he says, That's all you have to message. do, it is, it, and it's a good message, but it's just it delivered is. poorly. Very poorly. Well, yeah, and that's a, like a lot of this movie. Like that is a good message, and we should be thinking in those ways more. But it's just, yeah, and what you do with it, and like how it's delivered in this film is, it gets confusing, right? But so he says, all you have to do is push this button, and the, your original selfie will get published to your Instagram to all your followers, uh, along with the hashtag hashtag Real Me. Plus, you'll get $400 and your phone back and all this self-respect and, and appreciation for yourself. And she's like, you know, I, I, I can't I can't do it. I just can't. And he like takes her hand and pushes the button down with it. Which is really got glossed over. Yeah. yeah Nobody mentions that he pushed the button for time. her. Yeah. And especially like now that he's pushed the button. And so it goes out and yeah, she loses it. And he gets in her face, and at first he's just like, you don't need to cry. But then he's like, stop crying. You're ruining this for me. Yeah. For me. For me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not for you. For me. And so, like, some of that's the character, right? Right. But some of that's also, like, if you're going to do that in a movie, jumping, breaking the fourth wall, why are you doing that? Right? Like, what are you trying to say? Because if it's just the character just becoming a dick, and that's the whole arc, is that we see someone who doesn't care about social be overwhelmed by it and love it and turn into a monster. I guess that's the whole story, right. but you would hope they would do more with it. Cause that's like you said, some of these messages are really good. Yeah. And yeah. again, we're like on episode four of the show. <laughs> we this right. needs to be a show instead. Yeah. Um, but Jake goes out there and he like pushes link away and just tells him to knock it off. And he's, he's being a dick and, Link turns to the crowd. He's like, this is our head writer, Jake. And he's having a little bit of a nervous breakdown right now. So everybody, you know, pray for him or whatever. And so Jake, uh, he quits. He tells Frankie, he says, I'm out. He says, we're not satirizing bad people anymore. We are the bad people now. Yep. Mm. And so they film this commercial for no one special, which is weird. I don't know if I've ever seen a commercial for a YouTube channel, but. No, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, But Link is talking to Frankie and he's like praising her for the way that she edited around Isabel's crying. Which just sounds so awful to say. It really does. And he's like genuinely happy about it as well. Yeah. Again, creepy. What's keeping his fame? It's going to keep him on this top and this on this ride he's on. Right. 
but all so, these free Subway sandwiches that he's getting. <laughs> Subway is not good. I hope you guys aren't sponsored by them. No, we're not. I don't eat Subway. It is garbage. It's like paper that they put meat in the middle of it. Like it's really right. bad. Yeah, I read somewhere that like their bread contains like gym mat material. Yoga basically. mats. Yeah, some yeah. yeah, some not bread material. And they and like most countries, actually all countries, like Canada, Europe, South America, they don't take the dough rest or the dough mixing for the bread to make in their stores because it is too toxic. Jeez. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. Not fresh, yoga mats. Fresh. Yeah, yoga mats. So Link goes on the Ted Wick show, which is another. I think it's a YouTube show, right? It's not a TV show. Yeah, it's a streaming show. Okay. I, I, they never really specify it, but I just, from the comments that were scrolling on the side, I assumed that it must be a. Yeah, it's like YouTube or Twitch or Instagram something. Live or something. Yeah. Yeah, some along those lines. But Ted Wick is played by none other than Johnny Knoxville. Legendary Johnny Knoxville. Is that his first appearance on the show? Yes. I think so. I think so. But he has several uh, real life YouTube stars on the show, including Desmond is Amazing, uh, Patrick Starr, and unfortunately, Jake Paul. Fuck that guy. Uh, And... Like the only real line that Jake Paul has just makes Jake Paul sound like an asshole. So that's that's funny to me. Yeah. Well, he is but, an asshole, so. Well, yeah. But Ted Wick starts talking to Link and he's saying, you know, how your your success kind of directly contradicts your message, does it not? And Link is just like, are you calling me a sellout? And there's this other woman who's like a, Apparently her YouTube channel, I don't think she's a real one. I think this is an actress, but she's, her channel is apparently giving young girls makeup tips for Jesus. That is weird. It's very niche. <laughs> Some guys from Jesus. But she tells Link, she says, I think you insult the audience and you, you, know, you tell them they're stupid for watching us. And he says, aren't you the one who teaches kids how to be sexy for Jesus? That's a good line. That was a good yeah. line. And uh, Desmond is awesome, who is a young drag queen. I don't know how old he is at this point, but he gets up and he's like, I need a root beer. <laughs> Just walks off set. I appreciate him doing that. <laughs> yeah. But they show an unedited clip of Isabel, you know, crying and Link yelling in her face and stuff. And this is the moment where Jake Paul is like, you know, people just want to take a few seconds of your content and take it out of context and make you look bad. And I'm like, fuck you. You filmed dead bodies in a suicide for us. Go fuck yourself. Well, he's done yeah. 8 million other things that are terrible. He's. Yeah. 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 But like you said, yeah. Taylor, at least he's in this movie and he doesn't look good in this movie, which is like, yeah. again, um breaking the fourth wall or whatever like a mo- art imitating life imitating art because it's like yeah that's that character that's right. that weirdo right but then ted wick starts saying you know tell tell us about the real you because we we looked online and we could not find anything about your past and link loses his damn mind and he's like you want to know the real me let me tell you the real me i eat i shit and i'm gonna die just like everyone else and you want to see me shit? I'll shit for you right now. I'll show you sh- shit. And he like jumps up on the table and pulls his ass out and like a fucking monkey just 
pulls a poop out of his butt and starts chasing people around the room with it. Wait, was it fake poop or no? No, I mean, I, I know it is in the movie, but. Yeah, that had to be well planned out in advance if it was fake poop. But if that was real, I have to give him props for getting something out that solid. An on-demand poop is a hard thing to do, okay? And it really this, is. I don't want to turn this into a poop cast because I have a lot of things, a lot of thoughts about it. But <laughs> Carlos has lots I, of thoughts on poop. I really do. Because um, <laughs> I have like, again, well, let's, let's be like Andrew Garfield in the movie. I'm breaking the fourth walls, guys. I got IBS issues, and it's real, <laughs> all right? It's fucking real. I fucking have cat problems. Okay, I just had to channel him for a minute. <laughs> but it would be difficult to do that in real life to just all of a sudden I'm just going to poop, like, on demand. Yeah, I mean, Jason Schwartzman does say that it's Play-Doh. Oh, does he? I, okay. Yeah, I, but I think... I think he's just saying that because everyone's just freaking cover, the right? fuck out. And like, yeah. I think like you could probably be arrested for threatening someone with poop. I would think it's a biohazard weapon. Potentially. I would assume it could be there's viruses carried in poop. Yeah. Monkeypox potentially. Who knows? Oh, right? bring Every it time you go to the doctor, world. they check the poo. They do. That's what, that's what scrubs taught me. Yeah. And I've had to do it and it's not fun. Welcome to the poo cast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be here all night. Let's talk more about poop, guys. Let's I not. haven't pooped in four days. Oh, let's not. It's a what? really sensitive subject. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. oh I was going to say, you got you got problems. Yeah, I was going to say, man, go eat some fucking cheese or something. Wait, no, you don't want to eat cheese. No, don't eat cheese. That's if you're, yeah, that'll block you up. Go That's eat a opposite. banana. A banana, yes. This is the poop cast. <laughs> <laughs> I really do have a lot of thoughts on it because it is a problem. We'll okay, save this for bonus content. Let's, let's, let's move this on way. from the poop. Young people listening, though, if you're young listeners, eat your fiber, okay? Eat your Take fiber. care of your butthole. Yes. yes. Stay hydrated. Don't sweat it out. Stay hydrated. <laughs> that's, that's right. Speaking of which, I'm going to have some water. Please call this episode the Poopcast. <laughs> no, um, we'll click on it. Wait, wait. Maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll be like this movie and people will like click it because it's called the Poopcast. Yeah, this will be the one that blows up. People will be like, yeah. Googling poop cast. Hmm, this poop one looks cast. good. It's like, I haven't shit in four days. Oh, I relate to Kevin now. <laughs> and I have IBS issues. I relate to Carlos. And then Taylor and over I, here, pooping like a normal person. And, and I sweat my asshole out. So I, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a problem. Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah, we don't want prolapse. This is not the prolapse cast. Oh, this is getting more poop cast by the second. Okay, Frankie goes back to Magic Alley. <laughs> Where is that Jake, Hollywood? Jake, uh, it's, I'm it's sorry. Some... I've been thinking this the entire movie and the entire podcast. Frankie in Hollywood. Frankie relax. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. wow. That never registered with me. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jake is okay. performing and he's singing this song about how something, something, love, something, something bullshit. But Frankie goes to him and asks him to rejoin the crew. And he's just like, I, I just can't do it. And she's like, did you leak the footage of Isabel? And he was like, why the fuck would I do that? Like, how dare you? I would not submit that girl to more humiliation by doing that. I'm, I think you know that I'm better than that. And he's like, meanwhile, what do you know about Link? Because he's not who he says he is. Uh, his parents are alive and apparently very rich. 
And his brother, who is the person that he ran from in the graveyard, tracked Jake down and told them that Link burned down his school and was institutionalized and that his rich family has been covering it up this whole time. Ooh. And at this point, you kind of think, hey, Frankie, maybe you should have asked at any point about this guy's history. <laughs> right. But he was too freewheeling. Yeah. And that's what and just so handsome. So handsome. Look at that poofy hair. Just like Taylor's right now. That's right. Mine is out of control. Uh, but sh- Frankie says, you know, why Why would you do this? And Jake is like, because I'm in love with you. And I've always been in love with you. And if you don't see that, then you're dumb. You dumb bitch. <laughs> she just walks out on him. Uh, Link shows up to Frankie's house and he tells her that they want that YouTube wants him to headline this live stream event. And he's like, I, then I realized I have nothing to say without you. He's like, I've never felt this way about someone before. And she's like, yeah, so he burned down his school and was institutionalized. He's so sweet. Let's make out. That's in the past. That was years ago. He's a new person. Nice. So we start seeing these billboards for the no one special special. And Jason Schwartzman and Link are talking about how there's going to be several hundred people in attendance and five million or so watching all around the world. And the dozens. And dozens. By the way, getting someone to watch something on demand. Here's another like inaccuracy is fucking hard. So like. Back in the day when there was like three channels, and I remember that because I'm old, um, you could get like 20 million people watching the last episode of a show, right? Right. Yeah. You can't do that now. Like a streaming show, like a Twitch show that's really popular, hundreds of thousands of like people watching it at once. Hundreds of thousands is like a big number for like yeah. Twitch. So like 5 million, like come on. Unless, and even on TV, it's even more difficult. But this is like streaming, right? I think that's what they're saying in this movie. Yeah. It's impossible. It's like fucking impossible. Unless you're like the Super Bowl for some reason and like people are watching it online. I don't know. Yeah, that's like the only thing that like rates high anymore is the Super Bowl. Yeah, like a big live action sports thing or something or UFC or something. But yeah, like right. this. Yeah, this is a fictitious thing. Backstage, Frankie sees a news report about Isabel uh, having hung herself because of all the online bullying that she was put through as a result of, of Link's actions. Which, why was she being bullied? Link's the one that should have been bullied. Exactly. Again, it comes to this mixed messaging. Like, there was something he said that was good about being yourself. Him doing that button thing is not good. Um, then her getting bullied. Yeah, bullying is a problem, so that's a good message. But also, she shouldn't have got bullied for what she did. So confusing it really yeah. is it's like that shouldn't have come back onto her at all like if anything it should have been like you know a huge online sympathy rally basically right yeah but frankie goes into the bathroom and she like pukes up all these likes and emojis which by the way is super cool and again yeah more of these things that i like seeing in this movie which is like wait what yeah and then like also, scott pilgrim like right, scott pilgrim yeah. yes and it also you know, made me, again, think, is this actual reality or is this something that's happening in, like, a dream or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like every time they showed the YouTube show, there was just shit plastered all over the screen and like little, right. you know, they would do little like glitches and sound effects and all kinds of editing and stuff. But I think this is the one and only time that it like happens in quote unquote real life. Like, right. Yes, it is. Yeah. The rest of it is like overlays, right? Which we haven't really mentioned a lot while you're doing the description of it. But yeah, it's like all the time. Like they show a lot it's of constant. Like likes and comments and stuff, which is fun. I like the cinematography of that. Uh, and what Gia pulled off, but this, yeah, this one's fun because it's like in the real world. And then she washes it down the sink too. And I like, it like blurs in the water and everything and like swirls down the drain. It was cool. Yeah. Then she, she goes to link and he's freaking out. Cause he's like, people online are saying that I'm canceled and that I'm a piece of shit. And like, no one's going to watch the special. And Frankie's just like a girl is dead because of you. And all you care about is what people online are saying about you. Like, do you realize that this is like everything we fought against? And now here you are the portrayal of it. Yeah. And she, you know, tells him that she talked to his brother and she knows his history. And she's like, have you ever told me anything true? And he doesn't really give her an answer. And she's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't stop you. But then we get this montage of like the internet is divided as it always is on anything. It's always 50. Yeah. You can say the sky is blue and you'll get half the internet telling you you're an idiot. Because my eyes are like not great and I'm colorblind. The sky is gray to me. So it's not blue for everyone. So fuck off Taylor. Also, there's no such thing as color and it's just our eyes like, you know, interpreting things. So yeah. So I don't see color, so therefore the sky is not blue, and I'm not a racist. Yeah, and since I'm colorblind, it's really uh, offensive of you to say that the sky is blue, so maybe you should be more uh, compassionate and just fucking kill yourself. Yeah, hashtag pineapple life. (laughs) Hashtag there is no color. Yeah, hashtag real me no color. Hashtag not blue sky. Wait, hashtag different color than blue sky. I don't know. (laughs) That was fail. Hashtag fail. Hashtag epic fail. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, there's all these people, you know, saying that he should be canceled and that he's an asshole and telling people not to watch the special. And those other people are like, we support no one special. We love no one special, which, yeah, like the, the thing that Trump said about being able to shoot somebody in the face on Fifth Avenue and not lose voters was fucking true. It really was. It, yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. I feel like there are like YouTubers and Instagram influencers that could like confess to crimes on their stream. And people would be like, we support you. We love you. Thank you for being honest. Like, yeah, they would run, they could run puppies through a wood chipper and they'd be like, thank you for finally standing up to big puppy. <laughs> yeah. Big puppy. That's funny. Yeah. And this is one of those messages that are true, right? Like this movie is just a riddled with things that are, good messages and and confused messages but this is one of them it's like yeah people can do kind of whatever and get away with it which sucks but it's true it is and it seems to be the more famous and rich you are the more you can get away with absolutely i mean sorry carlos but kevin going back to the whole speaking out moment in uh in pro wrestling like the bigger stars kind of got away with stuff Um, yes they did i mean and some of them just kind of went away for a while and are back. Yep. And, you know, 
It's why I think it Vince McMahon will eventually be back. Yeah. He, he Wait, has to go away for a little bit, but he'll be back. Didn't Hulk Hogan get canceled for something he did? Racism. Like blatant racism. Did he? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Hulkster. There's a funny play on words there, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Moving I'm on. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Link goes ahead with the special, comes out and does this interpretive dance with this group of backup dancers. Which, Wearing a shiny suit. Yeah, like his white shiny suit with glitter makeup on. And I'm like, I was trying to figure out the interpretive dance because there's parts where like he gets shot for being on his phone. Yeah. And so I'm just like, is this going back to like your phone is evil and killing you? Like his original message or... Yeah, even know. this is it confused. Was, yeah. I thought it was shot beautifully. Those, those, this is the last section, right? I think the very yeah. last scenes. Yeah, yeah this is the, the big scene. climax. Really beautifully shot. I got to say. Was. Just, I mean, the, you can see the sweat, uh, you know, and the little sparkles and stuff. And everything just felt like manic. And you felt like you were right there. I don't know. It was shot really well. Yeah, and Frankie's watching on her phone in her car. And finally, she just like throws it in the passenger seat and takes off. But Link says that he wants to dedicate the show to Isabel. And he says, you know, she was on my show. And again, he's like, you know, she was this beautiful girl and she tragically lost her life two days ago. Like, okay, he's turning around. Thank you. All right, here we go. Yeah. And then he stands up and like this choir starts playing himself. He's like, no, that part's canceled. We're not doing that. And he's like, this is the part where they want me to apologize, but I'm not going to apologize because I didn't kill her. And he's like, you people, you killed her with your incessant trolling and your bullshit behavior. He's not technically wrong though. No. Uh, yeah. Again, it's a, it's a good message delivered poorly and he just keeps going and it keeps getting worse where yeah. he's just like, he, at this point he's basically telling him like, I'm too big to fail. Like, I I am bigger than you, so I can't be blamed. And he starts being like, I'll, I'm up here. This is my show. It's the, the no one special special, and I'm no one special, so I'll do whatever the fuck I want. He's like, I'll fuck the stage. He starts like humping the staircase. And yeah, he's, he's like, just okay, like, he's lost it. Yeah, he, he just rails on for, I don't know, 10 minutes. It, yeah. It's a long monologue. Yeah. But then finally he like goes to the edge of the stage and he just says, uh, my name is Alex Goodrich and I'm from Connecticut. And this is the first time that I'm telling you the truth. From the mean streets of Greenwich. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can either be with me or you can be against me. But either way, I don't really give a shit. He's like, so if you're with me, smash that like button. And it's just kind of like silence. And he just goes, fuck you. You're welcome. He starts to walk away and everyone cheers. All of a sudden the cheers start coming up from the crowd. Everyone's going crazy. Bad chanters. Yeah, everyone starts chanting no one special. And again, they're like, no one special. No one special. And I'm like, no, no. No, no. Four, four claps or four syllables. That's a, that's a clap one. That's no one special. No one special. 
You guys should have been, uh, you know, talked to before they made the film. They should. Yeah, we should have been uh, like chant uh, consultants. Yeah, Yeah. chant chant choreographers. And then they start chanting special, 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 which is a little better. Yeah, although it should be spaced out a little more. It should be special, special. But I digress. But let me just get a close up of Link all sparkly and sweaty and he kind of smiles fade to black he's like i won motherfuckers and i and again i like some of those some of those things he was saying it's just so it's so all over the place and there's like one thing um again going back to wrestling but and just bad guys in general in movies is they to be more effective they what they say has to have some truth in it and i feel they were so close to nailing it with Link mm-hmm. or Alex. But yeah, they were just a little bit off. Yeah, because I mean, you get like, you get to watch the people do what you think they would do, chance, even though he said, fuck you, right? And you're like, oh yeah, these this is like life as the viewer of the movie. Um, but then, yeah, it's just his, his back and forthness of what you, th- of what they want to present that character as. It's like it's like two movies almost. Like one movie is the movie we said earlier. Like this is just a character who didn't want any of it, became a monster. That's it. But it's not that easy because they're like, but he's saying some things that are pretty truthful. Yeah. It's like I agree with him, but not how he's saying it. Yeah. So like are we supposed to be sympathetic to Link or are we supposed to like is he actually the antagonist and we're supposed to hate him? Yeah, it wasn't really clear. Or is it again – China, kind of like the whole movie is just a mirror. And it's like, hey, right. I, none of this makes sense. Which, by the way, is the brilliant part of why I, I probably like really enjoyed it the first time through. I was like, what am I watching? And then the end is like, it's a mirror. It's like, hey, YouTube doesn't make sense. Like, I do it every day. I make content every day. It doesn't make sense. It's like a confusing <laughs> mess. And sometimes you get these really heartfelt moments. Not to bring it back to my shit again, but like I'll meet or connect with people through a video that did well. And like, we have funny similarities with our lives, you know, or they'll message me or stuff like that. That's a really cool connection. Then I'll have people telling me like, I'm the worst thing ever and talking about my appearance. And, you know, you just want to like stop making stuff forever. Um, Yeah. So it it is a lot of this movie is that mirror of like, Hey, this is just what this shit is. And it's terrible at times. Um, But that's what it is. Yeah, and I, and also, you know, bad people can be right sometimes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be, but they can be. And just because they are doesn't mean they're wrong. Yeah, I mean, like even, you know, Jake Paul saying that, oh, people will take two seconds of something you say and take it out of context. It's like, absolutely, yeah, people will do that. And, and it's fucked up because they'll do it solely to, you know, ruin you fuck, fuck to fuck with you to, to cancel you or something. Um, but when it's coming from Jake Paul, you're just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we don't right, want to hear this. It, yeah, it's because your whole, like, um, I don't want to call it a career, but the whole time you've been around. Your uh, existence. You, yeah, you've done a lot of things. You don't need, like, to just take a little bit of time or out of a thing and out of context. There's a lot of stuff we could pull from. Um, yeah. Yeah, but overall, though, I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about, like, your your feelings for the movie, because I still recommend it. Like, I think it's, I like I like what Gia did cinematography-wise. I like all the stuff we talked about, like breaking the fourth wall and, you know, just weird Lynchian, I guess I will say it, 
moments. Um, and yeah, the, the mirror kind of thing for me is, is really what I like about it. It's like, it is yeah. trying to show people at least what's happening. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, kind of out of our wheelhouse for stuff we've done to date. We do mostly like goofy, dumb comedies or mm-hmm. schlocky horror movies. Um, but no, I, I was intrigued by this. I definitely like when you first told me about it, I had never heard of it, but then I just looked at the cast and I was like, wow, this is, this is a really solid cast. And then seeing, you know, Coppola as a name, having directed it, obviously that gives like, it some okay. clout. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is really interesting. Um, like I said, a little confused at times that you don't really know what their message is supposed to be, but I do think that it's thought provoking and it's intriguing and, um, very well acted. Andrew Garfield is fantastic in it. He's amazing. Um, he, he's really hitting his stride right now. That uh, Hulu show where he's a cop with the uh, Mormon murder. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Go watch it. I've only seen a couple episodes. Um, it's he's so good. Anyway, he's my sorry. least favorite Spider Man, but yeah. But that's also because, uh, um, oh my God, current Spider Man, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Tom Holland is amazing. Yes, he he's the perfect Spider-Man. He's better than Toby. He is, and Toby's sour about that. Yeah, <laughs> Toby's sour about a lot of things. Toby's just sour. Yeah, yeah, he's not a happy person. I mean, Tom Holland's great because he's going to look seventeen for thirty years, right? Uh, but no, I, I thought it was it was very well done in all aspects. But like you said, there was some parts that you're just kind of trying to figure out what the message is and like every time you think you get it you kind of get twisted around but maybe that's the point maybe the it whole point be. is that that there is no real message or that the message gets lost in a sea of bad comments and trolling yeah, yeah. exactly and i think that it's interesting because of the, the the rating again what was it again um 33 percent yeah that's really really low and then the audience one was not even that much higher right yeah 41 surprising because, well, and that's why I kind of picked it, too, because I was like, I was surprised that it got so low when it's, it's A, it's pretty current, and B, it, it is trying to say a lot of things, I think. So why do we think it got that low of a score? I think it could have been heavy-handed, and like Taylor said, there is, and you even said it, there is confusion in the messaging and how it's delivered. Um you know, kind of like as we were talking through it, I think that's intentional and I don't mm. think a lot of people are getting that. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And critics too are just like, if they, if they don't understand it, then either they think it's genius or they think it's bullshit. Yeah. It's 50, 50. Yeah. Any other thoughts? What do you think overall, Kevin? I was a little nervous that I wasn't going to like it, um, but I thought it was well acted. Again, the cinematography is really well done. Um, I think they could have made the messaging a little clearer um, for a lot of the more mainstream people watching this. Um, but yeah, I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I would. So higher than a 33, you think? Definitely higher than a 33. Yeah. Yeah, that's my main thing. I was like, this is like a a solid film. It's not in that 30 yeah. range. It's like a really weird tale that's trying to say something, even if it's convoluted. 
but yeah, right. I don't think it belongs in the 30s and 40s. No, I think it's a solid C movie at at least. It's not a D or an F or, you know, you know, not even in the classroom if we're going to go on that analogy. Yeah, um I I would would re- recommend it to people, especially I think content creators. I think it's um, you know, like Carlos was saying, he makes content every day and so he really kind of relates to this or really kind of uh, felt a kinship with it. So I think if you are a content creator or especially a budding content creator, watch this and kind of maybe rethink your life a little bit. Well, see what not to do, obviously. Right. There's a lot yeah. of like things, Hey, don't be a dick and don't turn into a egomaniac monster. Um, but also some of that's just for the movie, but yeah, but it's still a good lesson. Don't become a monster. Yeah. I mean, don't be a dick is a pretty evergreen message. It's true. That can be spread out amongst history and people in like the 1400s be like, what's a dick? <laughs> nice. <laughs> don't be a wrestler. Oh, we don't use that term anymore. Um, a there's no such term as wrestler. I don't know. I just made that a up. A wrestler. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't be a wrestler. No, that's that's another <laughs> podcast name. Don't be a wrestler. Um yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just enjoyed it. But I, I do want to be back on the show to talk about an 80s film because I saw so many 80s ones you guys have done. And I that know is I, our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I've done. I, I love a lot of 80s movies that other people don't like. So I will. If you'll have me back, I'll bring one of those next time. Right on. Yeah, we'd love so to have you, you back. Uh, you want to plug your shit? Yeah, I'm going to turn to Andrew Garfield again. I mean, Link, what's up, guys? Check it out. I'm on TikTok. I'm the best thing that's on there. Everything else is stupid, but actually nothing's worth anything, and I'm not even anything, so don't even have to watch if you don't want to. But if you do, it's TikTok.com. I was I was too Andrew Garfield up. It's a shiny jacket, and it just distracted you. It is. No one saw that in the in the. We don't do video of this, right? So no, right. I did put a shiny jacket on. Yeah, he had glitter makeup on too, but it all sweated off. Yeah. yeah, and that's it got into my mouth and I couldn't do the URL. <laughs> so the URL is it's just TikTok and I'm Carlos Rodella on there. So Carlos R O D E L A. That's it. Just check me out on TikTok. I'm also on the Instagram and stuff and YouTubes, but TikTok's where a lot of really like in a positive sense, a lot of eyeballs are. There's a lot of um discoverability. So you guys can make uh, a quick clip from this show. And put it up there. And if it uses the right hashtags, it hits the right algorithm and it's at the right time and people like it, it could do well. And, you know, the next one might not. But the idea is it's not about the views. It's just about like getting your message out there, your, you know, whatever you're making. Um, And TikTok is a really like a good place for people to find your shit right now. I think that's what's interesting about it. Interesting. Yeah. It's not like. Most people think of it as just dancing and singing and, uh, you know, lip syncing and, and thirst traps. That's there. <laughs> this podcast is not a thirst trap. Right. Well, it could be. <laughs> We're drinking water the entire time. I know. I'm, I'm thirsty right now. I'm tempted to uh, take my shirt off. So, <laughs> ooh, it's hot enough. Welcome back to the thirst path, thirst cast. Um, but no, I just think, yeah, I really love doing it. I do sketches uh, about, you know, quick little comedy sketches and, the really quick synopsis of how I got like started in the kind of some um, what's it called traction is because I, in the pandemic, I was just going to Starbucks and that was the only thing I was doing, right? I wasn't doing anything <laughs> else. Just get my Starbucks with my mask on, leave, come back to my apartment. 
And so while I was there, I got to know all the baristas and, you know, they knew me. And then I was just like, I'll make a sketch about like these funny things that I see that happen at Starbucks. And the first one that I think really went um, well was about people getting a lot of pumps in their drinks. I think it's like ridiculous and gross. They were like, you know, I'll get five pumps of this and three pumps of this. And I was like, that is too many pumps. (laughs) So much sugar. It's so much sugar. You're going to like be freaked out. So I went home and did a sketch about that where I was the barista. A a customer was like, yeah, can I get five pumps of vanilla and also five pumps of peppermint? And the barista's like, I think that's way too many pumps. He's like, I can get as many pumps as I want. I'm the customer. (laughs) He's like, you can, but okay, go, go for it. Now throw some white chocolate in there too, guy. Yeah, and he just keeps doing it. It's like 30 pumps at some point, you know. Oh, that's just all sugar. Yeah, he goes, and at one point, coffee. He, he goes, he being the character in the sketch. Um, and it's so weird. I don't think of myself in the sketches. They become these little characters. And it sounds like very fake, but it's true. Anyways, that character's like, um, yeah, so this cup is just all pumps. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just resonates with people, you know? Like, I, I like to to talk to people about the real life shit that they're experiencing. You know, one of them's like running out of money and that happened to me. I was like, I don't know if I have enough money for this coffee. I have like $8 in my account. I hope (laughs) it goes through. (laughs) And like, that's a sketch, you know? So that's what I do. And it's fun. Cool. So what was the, what was the URL again? (laughs) Nice. I'm all like this long tirade. (laughs) Yeah. But Carlos, how do people find you again? Uh, just, yeah, it's tiktok.com slash Carl Sardella, or you just type in Carl Sardella in the search and you'll see me. Cool. Uh, you can also make sure you head over to Apple podcasts, give us five stars, put a little something in the comment box. Just let us know, uh, that, you know, you tell us how much you like poop or, uh, <laughs> how, tell us how many pumps you like in your coffee. Yes. Anything you want. Just give us the five stars or wherever you're rating your podcasts. Just give us five hearts or stars or whatever it is. X's. Things. Five poops. Five, five poops. poops. Yeah. If you five get from your, your poop cast stream service. Crapple poop casts. <laughs> Everybody go check out this Sorry. podcast. I'm going to give you the stars after the show. Woo. All right. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Cult of Splat and uh, cultofsplat.com. We've got merch and stuff up there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle. And you can follow Kevin at. I don't even know anymore. Uh, Kevin Nascota at Twitter and Nascota at Instagram. We are not on TikTok. Um, I'm, I'm fighting it, but Carlos apparently says we need to say You made a good point. I'm on TikTok, but I never use it. Here's my point, okay? Just to finish it up here. We said a lot of stuff about poop today that <laughs> other people might find funny. And so if that was just a clip, 28 seconds of us talking about poop, I don't know. I might do well. Hashtag poop. Hashtag poop cast. Hashtag, hashtag too many pumps. <laughs> too many hashtag, pumps, yeah. Hashtag this pineapple life. Yeah, that's it. My wife tells me hashtag too many pumps, but I don't think we're talking about Starbucks. Whoa. (laughs) Hashtag TMI. Hashtag hashtag question mark because hashtag too many pumps is bad thing. Okay. No comment. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Until then. See ya.